The purple gem in Dio's back. Yeah. Is it still attached firmly to any statue material? That's a very nice little question. That's a very nice little question. I would say no. Oh, interesting. The short, the short answer is no. I think that if you imagine, um, if you imagine, like the hollow animals that you get at Easter, made of chocolate, um, <laughs> and that shape of a person was was statue when it all crumbled away, revealing a person-shaped plant body um, of vines and such underneath. Yeah, that's the deal. And so the crystal, which was quite embedded into the statue before, is now embedded into plants. Okay. So the crystal has moved on. I think uh, while in the background, uh, Juniper, uh, Vimble, and Zada are reminiscing about the first time they met, uh, Fortunato is like still trying to give you medical attention. And <laughs> he says, Ah, where did the crystal go? Uh, who... I, uh, uh, who are you? <laughs> Sorry, my name is Fortunato. I'm a friend. <laughs> Looking back at the party, like, I don't actually know how associated I want to be with these people. <laughs> but I don't want to freak you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dio, because, Fort- because Fortunato is looking at the party, Dio also looks at the party and then looks back and goes, I'm Dio. That's wonderful. I was just worried. And like Fortunato picks up the piece of the statue where the gem had been, uh, you know, inset. Mm. And it was saying like, I thought we lost something important. Uh, are rocks usually important? And I think um, Dio also picks, Dio picks up in one, in one hand a piece of statue that Dio doesn't realize was Dio a second ago. Uh, and in the other hand, just some like dirt from the ground. <laughs> Fortunato says, may I examine your back? Oh, what's, uh, what, why, why, what's my back, why, what's there? And Dio starts, like, trying to look over their shoulder and starts, uh-huh. like, turning around like a, like a dog, like a dog trying to chase its tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It may be nothing. I'm just beginning to form a hypothesis that your mind may be stored in the gem. Dio is like trying to trying to reach their their back, like mm-hmm. with both arms, like one one going up, one going down, um, and they're going, uh, uh, oh, there's yeah, there's definitely something there. Uh oh, is it? Should I take it out? <laughs> this could go either way, because I think Fortunato is like, uh, you know, I do want to learn what happens if you just pull it out. Right. But also, like, I don't, I don't want to hurt you. Right. Um, yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, I'm willing Fortunato to put this says, on. I'm willing to just. I'm willing to just. Um, um, out of character, put this one on record. I think you can't. I think it's like I think it would be like the physical, the physical, literal pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. I don't think you would be able to pull your soul out of yourself. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like the equivalent of just like holding your breath until you die or something <laughs> for a human. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, Fortunato wasn't there the first time the party reactivated you by uh, fixing the gem connection. Mm. Um, so, but I, this is just like putting two and two together. That's like the one thing that seems to be connecting the the two body situations and mm. you know, just gl- glowing magic rocks in D and D world have a yeah. reputation. Um, so I think Fortunato asks, "May I?" 
pull the gem out and see what happens. I believe it can be reconnected. Oh. Uh, what do you think will happen if you do that? I believe you will go to sleep. Okay, that doesn't sound so bad. Follow-up question, what is sleep? <laughs> yeah, it is... Mm. <laughs> it is a restorative state in which you will not be able to experience the outside world. Uh, have I slept before? I do not know. We just met. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we are friends. Hmm. Okay. Give it a go. All right. Uh, Fortunato pulls the gem out of your back as in the background you hear Zana as being like, I, I, come on, there wasn't that much blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that the, 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 the vines, which have been so thickly knotted together, like ropes that like then wrap around one another again and again in thicker and thicker ropes to form like uh, solid limbs and the shape of a person, just like... Uh, disassociate like so many coils of uh just thread and just like fall to the floor and just a, a kind of a heap okay so yeah you we fully turn out the lights and like dio's back to like the first time we saw them mm-hmm. oh fortunato sees this looks around like guiltily like oh no i've murdered dio <laughs> um <laughs> and then uh tries to put uh, put it back in before everyone gets mad at them yeah i think that i think that Putting it back, it like I think that a curious thing will happen where, um, as they're holding it closer again to the pile of vines and and plant matter and like leaves and twigs, um, they just the the leaves and twigs seem to know what to do and start becoming the shape again. It's a bit like uh, it's a bit like if you have um, uh, like that magnetic putty you can get. Or it's like, you know? Yeah, ferrofluid. Like, yeah, exactly. It, 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 it resembles that a lot. Perfect. Um, so w once you're back to like animate again, do you reset? Are you like, hello, I'm Dio? Or are you back to the conversation we were having? Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> Dio. Dio um, the, the, Dio's form... Uh, completes uh, reforming uh, and Dio kind of uh, uh, comes back with a start and like jumps a little and goes, oh my God, sleep is terrifying. I apologize. However, we have learned something important. You retain some continuity even when the gem is removed. This is interesting and maybe even good. Why would that be Oh, right. Because then you could take my gem and s smuggle me in to something like a birthday party? How do you know what a birthday party is? <laughs> I do. And I don't know how I do. That is intriguing. However, my concern was that I would be killing you every time I removed it. So I'm glad that's not the case. <laughs> I am also glad. 
but it also occurs to me that I know what killing is. Oh, maybe I can access more interiority of the gem of yourself if I interface with it directly. May I attempt this? What is interface? What is interiority? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what else do you expect might happen? Um, no, three will do for now. That's good. Interiority is all of the things inside you that you may not be able to bring to the surface. Interface means I will touch your gem to my plasmoid slime and see if we can communicate more deeply than words can convey. And what was the last one? What else might happen? Oh, we may fuse into one person. <laughs> I'm so glad that Fortunato is a step ahead here because I was I, I, I was thinking it and I wasn't saying it. Um, <laughs> yeah, D Dio like uh, looks around um, at everything around them. Well, can you describe the scene for a second? Like well, the just the environs? Yeah, I mean, uh, so you mentioned uh, picking up some dirt. So it seems like the the party camped for a bit to give the Ron some rest and maybe this is like in the in the background you know of like everyone's sitting around telling campfire stories and they're actually they're probably climbing back on the wagon now and getting ready to go back east you can see in the distance the next biome which is a beautiful beach okay nice beach episode finally yes mm -hmm. yes my my dream um Dio looks around at all of this and contemplates the the concept of interiority. Um, they think about the idea that they might have something inside of themselves, which could be called Dio, and that there are things outside of them which aren't Dio. Then they look at Fortunato and they think about how Fortunato is someone, and Dio is someone, and Fortunato has something inside of them that is them, and everything outside of that is not them. And then Dio says, I'm thinking about how there's something inside of me, which is me, and there's <laughs> stuff outside of me, which is not me, mm -hmm. and how you're someone, and I'm someone, and there's something inside of you, which is you, and everything outside of you is not you. I think if the worst case scenario is that somehow... We make something else. That's very exciting. Okay, give it a go. Fortunato pulls out the purple gem again. Your body goes limp, and then they press <laughs> as as yeah. Dio's body goes limp, like the deforming uh, plant statue face mouth uh, is saying the word aces as they fall apart. <laughs> Uh, the rest of the party climbs into the wagon and, like, you know, uh, snaps the reins for the Rons to go. And Fortunato says, I sure hope they don't need us while we're doing this. Oh, well. <laughs> and then presses the purple gem into their goo and also appears to fall unconscious next to you. Fantastic. <laughs> Last time on Dice Funk. 
if you've ever paid any attention to mushrooms and the way that um, down here mushrooms connect over huge areas of space communicating with each other, you can get so much insight and understanding about a world and a space by connecting to those networks that spread out. You can find out about danger incoming before it comes. <laughs> this is the controversy that gets you kicked off the first research team is you start talking about mushrooms and there's a huge inner like college rivalry between <laughs> botany and mycology uh, and the mushroom people are like listen they mushrooms aren't plants what if the lead singer of some like 80s uh, glam metal band was made of plants they, they, yeah, they like. I, I think you're right with like the like '80s like glam metal. Like this looks like someone who has like their entire uh, uh, catalog is uh, songs that are very queerly about cocaine. As, as a side note, I'm just gonna put some su- some some subtext on the table. I'm pretty sure that Juniper really wants to be liked by this plant plant person. Uh, all right, so we got like we got sort of like uh, we got a bird person here. And so we're, we're talking standard issue bird person, you know what I mean? Uh, it's a harpy to be clear, because there are several bird people in the. Yeah, D&D. I said I said bird person. <laughs> uh, there there are aracocras, kenkus, and harpies. This is your classic Greek harpy. Okay. Yeah. What if what if you had a big bird, but it had like a giraffe neck, but for a bird? And it's punk. But then there was a punk rock front singer. Uh, hello, I'm, I'm Gail. I'm the meteorology expert here at the Caltheonian University. And she, uh, she's like puts her goggles down to like look cool to you because she, you're the only one who's not like a fucking sicko, a billionaire sicko. <laughs> this is the first time Juniper has found a person that has something to say that isn't directly plants that Juniper actually wants to hear. Yeah. This is Walter. They, them. They're an oceanographer. Uh, they're, you get right there as they are giving a presentation to the assembled donors, and they're saying, I am from fifth-generation fisherman family. We are just crazy about the fish, the clams, <laughs> the mussels, the shrimp, the barracuda. Okay, Gif- well, yeah, it's a trophy for something dumb. Like, if I wanted that trophy, I'd have it. Juniper, like, grabs Gale and sort of shakes enough to go, we need to run and leave, and motions Gale to start flying out. I didn't do anything. All I did was go on stage and start talking. I didn't touch anyone. I didn't drug anyone. I don't understand why you guys are making this assumption. All right, so they assume that something uh, happened, something dark and magical happened to your family. It disappeared your parents. And I'm traumatized. Yes, and there was some kind of link lingering effect on you and you're a victim as well but also they don't fully trust you and they're scared of you so they send you away make, make sure that that place is safe and looked after when I get up there because I want to I want to I want to see it look as nice as I imagine it's gonna look when you get up there we should invent a new kind of weather <gasps> oh what's it gonna be like tell me what it's gonna be like and I'll keep an eye out how about a Spore storm. If I see one, I'll say hi. Or sporm. I saw a spark against the dark, and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. We take our chance and start to dance. Can see enough to know to turn around. The sounds of a 
on fire Carries over fences Titillates our senses But we don't need the heat A chill wind is pushing you into me And it's looking like we might be burning Might be burning Might be burning down But we're a bonfire We keep putting in We keep putting so last we left the adventure, uh, the party escaped from Duma Farm on a stolen wagon. We're now doing full Oregon Trail shit. You're going east. In front of you stretches a beautiful beach. Uh, last episode, I said it was 100 miles long. Um, I thought that was like a fanciful fantasy uh, size. Then I Googled longest beach, and it's 150 miles. So my imagination is just dwarfed by the reality of this stupid planet. Um, Did you know that there's beaches who, who have sand that sings in real life? Like the wind makes a singing noise on it? Um, every time you take a step, it makes a little singing sound because the sand rubbing against itself makes the sound. See, that's the shit where I was like, oh, that'd be a fun fantasy conceit. And no. then it just exists. It's and real. It's like, yeah, this is this is the reality. No matter what we create, it, it exists or someone invented it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a lot less depressing, though, when I would bring up things uh, like in season four and people would be like, that's a fucked up evil thing you made up. Austin, I'm like, no, that's just the law in America. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so behind you is Duma Farm. In front of you is a beautiful beach. And the last we left the adventure, uh, you were reminiscing about the first time you met. Uh, we saw Juniper promise uh, to find Gale, the harpy in the new world. And uh, she said she was going to try to invent a new kind of weather. The spore storm, and uh, coincidentally or not, uh, that is when on the horizon in front of you you see a cloud of spores rise up. Uh, oh, heck, I mean, that could how be coincidental! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the other way around in retrospect, where you see the spore storm and that kicks off the reminiscing. Because I like the last episode wasn't scripted; we literally just rolled and just like stuff happened and it just ha- it just worked so, out. So what you're saying is last episode is 100% my flashback. That's my episode. I own that one now. <laughs> yeah. So I, in fact, we actually have to start talking about Juniper. A very Laura heavy episode. You have gained a level because of your guts. Why don't you tell us? about your guts yeah i put some put some weird guts in me and uh gained a level in a multi-class thing which required having to learn how to multi-class because i've always known that's a thing you can do but i've never actually done uh so juniper is now a level two druid and a level one cleric um there's a few things that are nice there they use the same kind of hit dice for cleric and druid um the same modifier is used for doing spells, which means that I'm not having to split my uh, stats too much. But uh, yeah, Juniper is now um, a a plant-based druid who also has some death domain cleric uh, magic going on, which seemed appropriate given de- death guts. Yeah, uh, that rules. How do, how does your like do, does do your guts like manifest in any way? Like it, like is it the do do they come out? Like what's what what happens here? Yeah, I I I think for Juniper it's a lot more understated. Like I don't think Juniper's rocking around with like you know ve- venom from the Spider Man movies. What or what not <laughs> happening? Like I I think that. If there's any kind of change to Juniper's appearance, maybe some some dark patches of fur starting to come through, um, but nothing too over the top or like, oh, that's 
you've got weird intestine magic going on. Um, I saw some commenters saying that uh, Zana and Juniper should switch because she has nature and you have death when it feels like <laughs> it should be the other way around. But that's what I love about it. That's, it's yeah. so good. That's the thing. Like, I think I think Juniper probably at some point would have the passing thought of we should have the other ones. But also, and we'll get to this in a bit, I think I think Juniper recognizes this is maybe the one she needs right now. Um, so yeah, I, I think if anything, there's maybe a little bit of visual shadow the hedgehogging going on of like a li- little bit of a a slight lean towards the visual visual edgy, but not like that extreme. Is one of your bunny rabbit ears covering one of your eyes? <gasps> okay, may- maybe maybe Ooh, we yeah. have one ear doing the, the emo <laughs> hair loop. <laughs> I just love the the term visually shadow the hedgehogging, which is <laughs> I mean powerful. I don't know how better to to go anthropomorphic animal that's a bit of an emo. Yeah, I mean I feel like you should go like full like I feel like th- th- this trope was like maybe maybe it's still a thing but like just like uh uh OP evil version of like a established character who like um uh th- their like big like conflict is like self discovery and they're like I don't want to be evil or good I just want to be myself you know sort of like a Dark War Greymon type uh, arc. <laughs> everyone knows Dark War Greymon, the classic example everyone goes for. Well, I mean, name a be- name a better one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, should I talk about some of the mechanically things I have now that now that I'm multi-classed as a Death Domain cleric? Or we can keep talking about Dark War Greymon. Either either way. Or Shadow the Hedgehog, which comes up like every five episodes. I constantly, I go to name the episode and I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be a uh, hedgehogification. Oh shit, no, I did a hedgehog <laughs> title two episodes ago. It's constant. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Laura, go ahead. Yeah, so um, I've, I've got some, some additional spell slots. I've now got four first level and two second level spell slots, despite the fact that I can't learn sev- second level spells yet. But I can do my first level spells at level two, so... Ooh. Um, one of the things I have now is proficiency with martial weapons. Uh, I've got my cool new staff, which isn't technically part of the uh, the level up, but uh, it, it is relevant to how I picked my level up. Um, yeah, we need to talk about this rod, because I said it was yeah. an iron... There was an iron rod in the reliquary, and you pulled it out. It was just like the 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 shard of the Yggdrasil in the last tomb. There's like it seems like the structure is there's an item and an organ uh, yeah. in each of these things. But the the word rod t- to me has a lot of like religious uh, connotations that I don't mm. know that everyone in the audience shares. Uh, so I probably should like explicate when we say rod, we're thinking of specifically like in the biblical sense of like uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. There's like metal striking staffs that represent power. Um, and you know, a spell you've had and used quite frequently is shillelagh, uh, which I believe the word shillelagh is literally just rod. I believe these are like (laughs) the same concept. That seems about right. So yeah, I now have a, a, a big metal hitting stick that always has shillelagh active on it. So I, I don't need to be... Using my using my, my turn to cast Shillelagh as a cantrip, uh, which has freed up a cantrip slot. So I now have Thorn Whip. Yeah, I'm reading now. A Shillelagh is a wooden walking stip, stick, club, or cudgel. So this is basically uh, the same thing except uh, metal instead of wood. Um, so now, yeah. also remember when you you can like uh, when you grab it, you can like 
turn it you can flame on like in the fantastic four sense it can burst into flames which gives you the cantrip light um and yeah. also it's just it's just a strong ass weapon so you can just start crushing people with this sick ass staff yeah um and the last couple of things i can do is um as as a death domain cleric um I get to learn a, a free necromancy cantrip from any spell list, which um, I'm learning Toll the Dead. Um, and when I cast necromancy cantrips that target only one creature, I can instead target two within five feet of each other. So I can now do I can now do do necromancy magic at multiple targets, which is pretty cool. Um, and I got a couple couple of other cantrips as a cleric. I now know Spare the Dying. Guidance, Word of Radiance, and a couple of first-level cleric spells. Uh, I know False Life and Command. So that's me now. I've I've got some I got some cool death magic, rocking around. Okay, so the whole party's on their Oregon Trail wagon heading east. Uh, farm behind you, ahead of you, beautiful beach with a rising spore cloud. Um, at your feet, like amongst your your supplies and uh, equipment and so forth, are the bodies of Fortunato and Dio, who are going to be unconscious this episode. Uh, not much to say there. In the cold open, we learned that they're, they're doing an experiment to learn more about Dio's self and Dio's crystal. Uh, we'll find out more about that when Sophie gets back next week. In the meantime... What do you do? Uh, J- Juniper's Juniper's instinct is to try and f- get a sense of is is there is there some element of of Dio that is that was before and still is that is a consistent thread. Like you've replaced all the parts of the ship, but the the wheel's still there. That's still the original wheel. That that sort of thing. Uh, medicine checks from people who are looking at Dio. Uh, botch. Oh my Hold Lord. on. One second. Uh, I got a 14. Hold on. Oh no. oh is a little bit distracted by all the death flowing through her. <laughs> 20. Oh, oh. Anything not 20. Oh, well. Not 20. <laughs> oh, come on. Can we not crotch? Not 20 plus 2? Thank it's, you. We just started. This is the first roll. <laughs> Have mercy on me. We have a botch and a crit. Um, I, I got don't my head's in there. My head's all the way inside of Dio's chest Can plant cavity. Do, do <laughs> the botch and the crit balance each other out so that we just get v- Vimble's uh, nice 14? What? Don't negate my crit. There's so many different ways this could play out. This is the nightmare of this show is that everything's on the table. I will say uh, that Sophie isn't here to answer all the questions. I will simply read a message they sent me. Because remember, this is Sophie's whole thing. I didn't make up the new ones or their their style or anything. So uh, a message Sophie sent me was, the ship of Theseus simply got no breaks. Hey, Google that real quick. Yeah, ship ship of Theseus was the was the the phrase I was looking for yeah. when trying to describe the, the fucking boat. Yeah, um, I suppose the answer is every seven years, all of our flesh is replaced. That's a common misconception. I believe some cells aren't ever replaced, but yeah, I do understand yeah. what you're saying. The content of those cells are replaced. I wish someone would replace my content. Yeah, um. I mean, maybe maybe your cells aren't replaced, but I'm built different every seven yeah. years. <laughs> 
<laughs> RIP to your grandma, but my cells are new as fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mm, as 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 uh, as someone who has just had oh oh no something new was formed with me and I guess I'm I'm we're, we're one thing now. Got my sympathy there, Dio. We're yeah, we're in full on motif territory now. Um, what about the fucking botch though? What? Okay, no, I have something. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna spring yeah. it on you. Oh, God. Oh, are you doing one of these where you're just going to do it later? Where I'll think everything's fine and you fuck me later. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I would have put it more delicately, but yes, I mean, it's exactly... Um, okay. okay. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Cool. I feel like you disproportionately punished Laura for her ones. In, in Austin's... Is it because you fear In me? Austin's defense... In Austin's <laughs> defense, I do this season just seem to be the one getting all the botches. To answer your question, yes, I do fear you. I was editing uh, a one-shot I was not involved in, and you were. And I was like, oh, she's like this to everyone. <laughs> you, were, you were just like, oh, I rolled okay. I demand that this, 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 and this happen. And I'm like, fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, so, are yes, there any terrifying. are there any parts of like Dio that are like like still like regenerating or still like damaged in in any way or is it like it's just like like the plants are like taking over everything? Uh I mean, so Dio is a plant person with some statue material hanging on. I don't know that it's regenerating. It just feels like a molting process. Like now now that we think you think about it casting your mind back, you don't necessarily know if Dio started as statue. Maybe that was something that happened to Dio along the way. Hmm. Okay. I mean, like I I'm I'm just wondering if I can like help at all with like using like Tinkerer's tools. Wait, can we give Dio, like, sick upgrades. Kind of like, you know? Some, like, flame flame stickers or something. Yeah. Like, if it would it would it be like I try and do that, and then it, uh, Sophie can decide when it when 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 they come back to like if it's uh, if that just like ba- like breaks right off as soon as they like wake up, or if that's just part of them. <laughs> I love the idea that you're like, can I roll Tinkerer's tools, and then when Sophie gets back next week, uh, they have a grenade launcher for an arm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, thinking that- like, oh, we can rebuild them. <laughs> yeah, you know. Fuck it. Whatever. Let's see. Let's ride. <laughs> uh, all right. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm going to try and uh, use uh, Tinkerer's tools, and I get a uh, 13. Uh, so, above average, uh, I think you can do something here. It's not going to be like uh, like the joke I made, like a grenade launcher. But no. when Sophie gets back, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll run it by them and say that they are entitled to something here. Um, um Yeah, so... As as we are uh, sort of sprinting across the land, and there is this spore storm visible in the distance, um, two things are going on with Juniper. I think um, the first one is: Are there any mushrooms around to communicate with and go? Have we just like randomly like had a weird moment, and this is just a randomly occurring spore storm? Do they just happen here, or is this uh, this not normal? Yeah, that's a nature check. Uh, crit. Oh my lord. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, Juniper, there's so much going on here. Okay, so you look at this big spore storm, and it's coming up off the beach in a way that you're like, uh, unless something is radically outside of my understanding, I don't think there are any mushrooms that grow on beaches like this. I mean, it's the new world. Who knows? Anything's possible. But with a crit, you're like, oh, no, this is this is Gail's weather experiments. This is She's you know doing an experiment, but also like low-key signaling for me because of that conversation we had. That's absolutely what's going on. Oh. Um, Oh, I will yeah. say though that this big this big cloud is like billowing um, up off the the beach and like is spreading and it seems pretty thick. Now the spores are like almost golden and it's creating this cloud that's like obscuring the visibility east. So it, if the first research team is there, you can't see them. Like they would be obscured by that. But there, there's this this cloud here. The crit. So I was ready. I was gonna spring this botch on you, but now you've crit, and so I feel like what happens here is there's a there's a clash behind the scenes karmically, where the thing I was gonna do to you happens, but it's not as bad. So what happens is you hear a voice, Juniper, like right next to your head, and it says, "I'm going to kill you, rabbit." And you turn and you see the tip of a scythe blade that is like poking up through. It's like poking through reality next to your head and like trying to peel open a portal from somewhere else. And instead of this blade uh, teleporting like into your back, which is what I was going to do when you crit, uh, it is instead struggling to cut through the air next to you. Uh, yeah, can can we speed up and get the hell away from that? That that is a problem. Uh, it's, it it seems to be traveling with the uh with with the wagon with it's like uh you know the way it's teleportation hmm. works. It's magic, so yeah. Okay, can I do any kind of role to understand better what is occurring in front of me and what I can do about it? Because that's a whole thing that's happening there. Absolutely, that's Arcana, and so you're seeing this uh, right now in the background. Ju- uh, Zana and uh, Vimble are like, you know, trying to customize Dio's unconscious body when suddenly the, the scythe blade starts t- cutting open the air next to you. Uh, Seventeen on Arcana. Absolutely, this is great. So you saw the scythe in action. This is laser's scythe made out of bone. And when it touched the ground, the ground parted to get away from it. And when it cut your skin, your skin didn't bleed. It just, like, there was just a scar as if it had been cut long ago. So you know this thing has strange properties. It seems to not be bound by physics the way most things are. And so laser appears to be like trying to cut through to you. And I, I guess I, I earlier I said, oh, it's magic and do whatever. But I actually want to specifically establish that the reason the portal is traveling with your uh, wagon is because uh, laser is traveling east at the same speed. And you can turn ba- and look back west and see just like dots on the horizon as an, a whole caravan of wagons is now chasing you. So is he like warping towards us with his scythe? Is that what's happening? The yeah, the idea is he can cut a hole open, and yeah, we'll be able to like board your ship. But he's struggling now. Uh, I was gonna have it be much more quicker, and more brutal. But yeah, he's like trying to cut through to you to attack you. But have we rested since the last time? No, that's the thing. Uh, Juniper got a level, so you got some new stuff. But everyone else is still, you know tired out this is like the boss of this arc before the long rest yeah all right okay 
Mm. So now this mad race to the edge of the edge of the world, uh, you have the first research team in front of you and you have the Duma cult behind you. So you're trying to catch up and you're being chased. Uh, All right. Uh, can I cast some spells? Actually, uh, roll initiative if we're going to start doing stuff like this. Uh, I got a 20. 24. 14. Get fucked. <laughs> that was very combative. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I just had to. Uh, now, an interesting thing about this fight now is that uh, Dio is the best long-range fighter on the team with the uh, Eldritch Blast cantrip, famously powerful and good, and that would be the ideal weapon for this situation. So, uh, all right, Zana, you're up first. So the, the, the wagon train behind you is too far to attack directly, but uh, right in front of you on the wagon, there is like a scythe blade sticking out of a hole, and it's like person's like trying to pull it down, laser like like uh, zipping a zipper down, like trying to drag the scythe down through the air and make a full portal. What do you do? I cast Silent Image, which you create in that create the image of an object, creature, or some other visible phenomenon that lasts no larger than fifteen cute foot cues. So I'm doing us. And he's kind of far away. So you can use your action to cause the image to move to any spot. So I'm hoping to like, you know, like in movies, they're like, oh, which one is it? Like we're turning two different ways. So hopefully that's giving us some time for everybody else. Just like, I don't know, help. <laughs> help. Yep. And- I've played XCOM. I'm familiar with the concept. Yeah. The spell says I can, Thank you. I make an investigation check to try to figure out if it's real. Uh, but that will be on uh, enemy turn right now. Uh, Vimble, what do you do? Okay. Um, I mean, uh, how big is the hole that like, um, can I like, can I, can I get like a dart in there? Yep. Yeah. I think it's, it's precisely okay. that size is, is where <laughs> we can throw things at each other, but we can't fully brawl. Um, okay, dart is uh, 15. That hits, and then 9 total damage. And then, yeah, sneak attack, I also have to... Uh, oh my god. Uh, 3. So 12 total damage is you wing a dart through the gap between the, the scythe blade and, and the hole like above where it's pulling down. So it's like a it's a very narrow gap and you just nail it perfectly. It was a really sick yeah. throw. I'm gonna be like when it or sorry, when it goes, I'm gonna be like uh Zuko style redemption arc. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh Vimble's a really good fighter. <laughs> really <laughs> kicks our ass every time. <laughs> Yeah, you see, you see why uh, Juniper maybe didn't want Vimble dead. Would have been probably very bad for our chances of survival. I don't think ahead. So. I mean, the cool thing about min-maxing is you min and you max. So <laughs> die, dies from a single sneeze, uh, un- unstoppable death machine. <laughs> um, laser recoils and says, How disrespectful. I thought better of you, Gnome. I've come to learn that uh, uh, th- th- this place doesn't actually have law, and now I don't care about property, or uh, and I'm willing to kill people. <laughs> Anything's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that redemption arc in full swing. Another one of Laser's heads says, You know, I was going to hire you. To fight the beast that stole our flock. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, 
Yeah, you know, we can, like, work something. Like, like I mean, I, what what are you talking... My parents are rich. Like, this, like, offends symbol, and, like, he's, like, like very, like, that, that makes him angrier. Also, also, like, that's clearly bullshit. He was going to murder you on a, on a, on a murder altar. I mean, I don't know about that, but, like, uh, th- I mean, he... he th- this is worse. He's calling me poor. It's very hard to, to hire you after you've been murdered. <laughs> so... It's a six, so I'm, I'm, I, I'm guessing that doesn't hit. I'm, like, too distracted by my anger. <laughs> yeah, no, you fling <laughs> one wildly at the mere suggestion. Laser yeah. says... This is more like me, like, just, like, like whipping at the ground, like, the audacity! <laughs> Laser says, no, you fool. You were outlaws when you arrived. We could have hung you and used your, body as, your bodies as fertilizer. We brought you to the cell to have a conversation we were going to hire you to protect us and you couldn't sit still for even a moment you couldn't have that conversation you know without just locking us in a room and giving us no explanation i mean i feel like this is a big drawback with like a cult of silence you know what i mean (laughs) i feel like it's like an obvious problem that like you guys could have tried to like come up with some possible solution like write something down i don't know we tried to we tried to ask you what was going on and you got very angry at us for asking yeah it's on you (laughs) you were not owed explanations your lives were worthless Yes, we were. You grabbed us and locked us in a room. That requires explanation. No, I mean, so this is Austin. You lost home gang. Legally, Laser is correct. And this was your chance to get back the honor of of the home gang. And you didn't wait for the people to approach the cell. This is like a classic trope of like the the party gets uh, put in jail and they break out. But also, I think that our characters have every moral reason to go you locked us up and didn't tell us anything we left first of all i think that we did a great job making your cell even better it was made of wood and now it's made of rock definitively you owe us money do we have money here you keep saying this and it's just simply not true. I want everyone it to is know true. that. It simply is not. The cantrip that Juniper Roll has. persuasion. <laughs> I just want the audience to know that it, uh, uh, the the spell Juniper has does not fix the wall. That's a higher level spell. Oh yeah, no, no. Yeah, Juniper did not fix the wall. We know this. Roll <laughs> persuasion. I, no. <laughs> okay. 20. Oh <laughs> You can't use the dice to gaslight me personally. <laughs> I thought, I'm trying to know. I'm trying to convince snake snake person. I mean, laser saw the wall. Yeah, but I'm persuading. Them. <laughs> Never mind. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel you where you're coming from. I'm telling you that <laughs> persuasion checks can't make someone's brain stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or brains, as it goes. Be- <laughs> God damn it! Because the whole thing about laser is that you you destroyed one of his brains, Jupiter, Ju- Jupiter, Juniper. <laughs> oh man, we're getting silly tonight. Uh, and- <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Laser says, "I saw in the tomb the images of the new world, and at the edge, an uncreated plot of land where we can make our farm without threat." Okay, well, you saw wrong. Yeah. Wait, can can I can I try can I try to per- persuade this time? Um that that no he didn't. 
Uh, I mean, this is deception. He saw the light show, the the same thing you saw, which showed the stakes of the season. So this is deception. I mean, wow, I, I actually I rolled a 19, which turns into a 17. I thought that that just would not work. Uh, it's the same thing for perception and for persuasion and deception. It's negative two, which I thought would very much not work at all. Even if the light show was a deception, you have taken our home from us now. We have no protector against the beast on the horizon. So we will chase whatever you are chasing, and we will catch you, rabbit, and we will devour you, and I will throw your bones off the edge of the world. Excuse me, that's my rabbit, and you're not gonna fucking do that, okay? Look, that, look, there was a moment before you kidnapped one of our team and tried to murder them on on an altar, where I probably would have just, you know, run away, let you do your own thing. I really wasn't that bothered about you and your little farm. It was fine. I'm kind of a fan of farms. Farms are neat. They're good. They look after stuff. Uh, you're giving this speech, and uh, like to punctuate it, uh, Laser rams the scythe forward uh, at uh, the illusion Zonimade. So I, fir- I first I'm going to make an intelligence check. Um... To determine if the illusion is an, a success, so against your spell save DC, so the what I have to hit is what your spell save DC is on. I rolled. Oh shit! Which what the where the fuck is spell saves DC? Uh, crit. It doesn't matter. Twenty three. You can't beat that at level two or three. It's simply not possible. Um, so. Uh, the the blade goes right through the illusion, revealing it to be fake. But nobody takes damage on this turn. Uh, so you, I mean, you did buy yourself a turn, Juniper. You see the blade come through. It's the the hole's bigger now. Like he can reach through it, but he can't climb fully through it. Uh, but uh, Zana's illusion is blasted off the the wagons, and you see to the west the caravan is getting closer, but to the east the spore storm is getting closer. Okay, um, Juniper is hoping to make it to that spore storm before anything else can get too much worse and is basically just trying to do enough damage and attacks to play for time until we can reach the spore storm. Uh, yeah, you don't have vehicle proficiency, so that'll be animal handling to encourage the Rons, which yeah. we haven't mentioned in this episode. All these wagons are being pulled by Mr. Saturn from Earthbound, and we just we're that's just a fact of this universe. Hooray! An animal handling role that goes well for once. It's not the one that lets me have an animal, but 22. (laughs) Sorry, I just want to make a quick note about the Rons. They all sort of like, um, they're all just like sort of like huffing and like the sound they make is sort of like, um, just like, like sort of like the, like a cross between like, like a sort of like wheezing huff and like a moan. Oh, very unpleasant. (sighs) You know what I mean? Sort of that, that vibe? I do. Laura, what do you do to make the Rons go faster? Mm. You just hit the NOS button all Rons have. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I, I, I like that, I think maybe maybe flavor-wise, it's... Um, uh, how would I want to do this? Uh, using, like, maybe the flavor is using Mold Earth or something uh, to create a bit of a downhill slope. To just sort of slope the ground enough that the Rons are ro- running downhill now. 
Oh, that's really clever. Yeah, good. And so the immediate effect of that is the portal starts, or like, you know, what is becoming a portal, the rip that the scythe is making starts traveling back to the back of the wagon because you're gaining speed and you're like gaining distance. And that appears to be mm. how this works. Uh, so like pulling ahead, you're, the wagon is not only leaving the caravan behind, but also this portal. Uh, so that's that's good and okay. interesting. Um, we're, we're back to Zana. The Rons are like like appreciative groans. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> okay. Um, I cast sleep on the Rons pulling the wagons. Oh, interesting. What's the range on sleep? Oh, uh, 90 feet. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Let's say that works. Okay, 90 feet, 20 feet radius. Or no, uh, 20, yeah, 20 feet radius. Uh, okay, five. Hypotenuse. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Fucking math is for goddamn nerds. Who cares? Uh, Hell Uh, yeah. Hold on. 5d8. Okay. 16. So that rolled like shit. That's all right. It's not great. Uh, yeah, you, you put you put one Ron to sleep on on the in the caravan. So there's like a dozen of these wagons, uh, and they're uh. all kind of one of them stops. So you see that they like they've packed up the whole farm because like their way of life is now ruined because they don't have you know the the death uh, guts or a uh, brave adventuring party to fight the monster. Uh, they have put all of their pengmen and their <laughs> the, all their stuff onto these caravan, and they're just going east now. Uh, but one of them stops abruptly, and that uh, you know that's not nothing. You di- you didn't devastate them. Are they gonna stop to help their friend, or are they gonna let their friend die in the horrible spore nightmare storm? That's a good question. I think probably once the the Ron goes to sleep and stops, the people ju- on that wagon jump out and like tr- run up and try to wake up the Ron. I think other people look back and see that like there's not much they can add. It's not like you know there's wounds to dress or anything. They just gotta wake this thing up. Okay. I mean, um, uh, I feel I feel like I'm, I'm just uh, I feel like a goddamn broken record here, but I, I think I'm just gonna keep shooting darts at this portal. All right, so because the illusion is gone, you do not have advantage, so you don't get sneak attack. Also, because you throw your weapons away, you have to draw them, Mm -hmm. and you can only draw one weapon per turn unless you take a feat at level four. I got you. So you you start with two, but uh, after that, you only get one. I understand. Um, (laughs) Okay, um, uh, can I do anything else? Like, can I, uh, hmm, I, I I wouldn't be able to, like, do any types of like I don't know if there's anything else I could do even or that would matter no I don't think so um w- would I be able to like hide on the wagon a bit and then try and like jump out to get like uh uh to get sneak attack again or would that not yep you have cunning action as a thing you can do as a rogue you got a level two which means you can use your bonus action to hide oh hell yeah I'm gonna try and use my bonus action to hide it's a stealth roll, roll stealth let's go mm-hmm. um so that's 26. Perfect. You're absolutely stealthy. Yeah. I assume you just, I, you duck down behind the penguin man, which that Dio brought. <laughs> yes. Uh, perfect. And, that, and now it's going to look like the penguins throwing darts. Mm-hmm. Sick. Um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to like, uh, uh, shoot a dart and I'm going to be like, penguin man. You know what I mean? 
Uh, so Pokemon style. Um, okay, Dart is 24. That definitely hits. Um, so that does... Um, uh, so uh, 7 total damage plus uh, total critical damage is 2. So that's 9. And then I can do... I can still do sneak attack, right? So then that would also be another six. So that's 15 damage. So you've done all the damage in this fight. Once again, you wing a uh, dart through the portal. There's a cry of pain. And we're back to Laser's turn. Actually, can you roll a dexterity saving throw for me, Vimble? Yeah, of course. Um, 21. All right. So the Pengman uh, sneakily tries to put one of its flipper hands in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with a 21, you, you are not taken by surprise and you do not, do not accidentally ingest this living creature. Uh, I'm so going to give it a suck anyway, though. Like, I'm not going to bite into it, but I am just going to, like, like, give it a little lick and be like, very a- nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> now Vim- Vimble is now a friend to all creatures, right? It, here's the thing. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best thing you've ever tasted. <laughs> um, laser, because of the movement Juniper did, uh, is going to have to spend their turn uh, also urging their Rons on. Um, this is Yeah, this is an interesting thing because I, I can't just immediately move the portal back. Let me roll uh, animal handling. Uh, laser is a farmer, so animal handling score is out of control. So is mine, but it didn't help me much the last few sessions. <laughs> I yeah, it's not helping. Uh, it's not helping Laser either. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. Uh, so yeah, you see the, on the caravan behind, uh, Laser starts like yelling like faster, faster, and the Rons are just like, Ooh! <laughs> and they they don't take to that, and the portal doesn't move. Uh, but then something truly terrifying happens, which is. You see claws grip the portal, and something begins pulling itself through. Uh, this creature is kind of like Slenderman Tonberry. It has wings that seemed vestigial, but you know they're not. It has like gross matted green fur, and it looks at Juniper with hate in its eyes. No! Oh, okay. Sleagle's back. Cool. I'm beginning to think he wasn't even going to give us a good job. Uh, here's the fascinating thing. As the Sleagle pulls its head through the portal, you see this fucking hate in its eyes. This white-hot, burning fury. And then you see Laser behind the Sleagle holding the scythe. And then you see the hate in his eyes. And then you look at the Sleagle, and its eyes are, like, snake-like. And then this, they switch back. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. Can I convince this legal to hate the snake person? Never in a thousand million years. Never because not... they're connected now. Okay. Absolutely, in the same way that Zana is connected with the uh, the ham sect. Yeah, absolutely. These t- these two have more in common than you could possibly know. It's a deep well of vitriol for one specific herringon. I just wanted to make friends with this cute friend. What did I do wrong to you, Sleagal? What did I do to uh, you? <laughs> the Sleagal ju- just starts crawling out of the portal slowly. On, on, it's like on the back of the wagon, like hanging on with his claws, pulling itself towards you. And in three turns, you die. Juniper, your turn. Okay. So, given that we had a good roll to speed up the uh, our, our little cart, and they had a botch... 
which means that not only are they not catching up to us, they're falling even further behind. Mm-hmm. Juniper's instinct is going to be to look forward to the spore storm and try and work out, are we close enough that really, that like another one or two good sprints towards that spore storm is going to get us in there okay with a good enough head start that we're fine? Yeah, if you can do another roll or spell that to some way increase uh, the you know the efficiency of your running away, uh, you can get to the spore storm. But I I've used wild shape once this uh, this this adve- uh, this uh, long rest. I can use it twice. I'm gonna turn back into to horse form and continue to help pull the cart forward. All right, yeah, that's badass. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Leaping off the front of the cart, turning into a horse in midair. I mean, I, or you have to like tie a rope around yourself, or you know, like a, a harness or something, and then leap. And it's like a really sick move. Um, I I love this a lot. Uh, so uh, you can pull away into the spore cloud, um, and once you do, the whole uh, team is plunged into a kind of golden obscurity. There's all there's just this cloud of spores is so thick and choking. Uh, constitution saving throw. Uh, thirteen. Yeah, I got negative. I think I botched, and then I just got a negative two. Yeah, you had a negative three on a botch, which brought you to minus two overall. That's real bad. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think, down I go. <laughs> Wait, I love this because you're like Zuko Redemption arc, and then <laughs> you actually don't take damage. What happens is you start coughing, and uh, you feel you know ill just because there's so much of this stuff it's hard to breathe uh, uh 10 um 13 and 16 everyone else saves vimble though in the dark uh cloud uh you uh you just like lose a sense of where you are and you like uh reach out to try to study yourself with the penguin and it tips over and you just go with it and you fall off the back of the cart fuck <laughs> i can't <laughs> we have to <laughs> okay um, do I have anything? Can I use my ranger stuff to get this little boy? Uh, well, that's the question. So it's, it's Zana's turn. Here's the thing. You put a, you put a good amount of distance between you and the caravan. So they're not going to immediately be on top of you. Uh, but you can't see very they're well. They're following us in. You assume he just said he's going to hunt you to the ends of the earth and eat your flesh and throw your bones off the, the, the world. Yeah. But you didn't say anything about spore clouds. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how committed to that he was. He's yeah, extremely I thought, I, committed. To I thought that. that was just. I thought that was just like uh, tough talk. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was just like. I feel like he's overreacting. To be honest, I think he's gonna calm right down. Honestly, like he just needs to like sleep on this. I just don't see what the big deal is, and I think he's really overreacting. Juniper um, splattered one of his heads with a rake. Okay, but like he started it. You know, it's it like, happens. Oh. He has plenty of heads. Yeah. He, first of all, they have way more heads. Second of all, they started it. I don't think you're allowed to get upset about one of your heads being murdered if you were in the middle of trying to murder someone in that same room. I think at that point you got to go, you know what? I got played. You, you, be- you beat me at that one. Yeah. Live by the sword. Die by the have your head split open. Once again, the DPS has, has found himself in trouble, uh, and the Pengman goes with, and that is, you know, Dio will be very upset. No! <laughs> I can ignore difficult terrain, 
Does this count as difficult terrain? Uh, yeah, it would. Difficult terrain doesn't slow my group travel. That's cool. Sure, if you get Vimble and the Penguin back on the cart, then you will move through the cloud faster than your enemies. When you're tracking other creatures, you also learn their exact number, their size, and how long ago they passed through the area, so I could, like, track him. So what would I need to roll for tracking? That's survival. No! Oh, my God. So you <laughs> botched, huh? Yeah. Uh, this is great. So you see Vimble and the Penguin fall off the cart, choking on spores, and then you, like, the veins, you know, burst out, form that dress, and you're like, I'm just going to go grab him. It's no problem. And But yeah. you forgot that the Sleagle was still hanging off the back of the cart, and it, uh, as it pulls itself up to ch chase Juniper, uh, it just swipes your feet out from under you, and now you go falling. Uh, dexterity saved to not bust your skull on the ground as you fall out of the cart rough. 21. Per you, okay, I mean, you can paint a picture. I swirl in the air and <laughs> land like a ballerina on the, my tippy toes and grab the Sneagle. Well, so you did botch, so you, you don't immediately accomplish. It doesn't un undo the fact that you fell, like you, but you don't take any damage you, as you pirouette onto the, the beach. <laughs> now there are no people left on the cart because Juniper's a horse. Uh, <laughs> I guess Dio's fucking body. This is so good. There would just be like a 10-second shot of Dio's unconscious body uh, laying there as you pull the cart through the, uh, through the, the storm. Uh, and the audience would be like, oh, is this it? Is Dio going to wake up? Is Dio going to save the day? <laughs> then just Sophie isn't here, so no. I just can't see anything, and I'm, like, coughing a bunch is sort of, like, where I'm at right now. Absolutely. Okay. Um, good. Okay, can, can I... Can I um, is investigation something I can use to try and, like, find out where the card is? Uh, that'd be perception. Fuck! <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, well, I mean, I'm gonna still try that, but that's not as good. <laughs> uh huh. Nineteen. Yeah, perfect. Uh, you can squint through the uh the spores, and you can see the cart in the distance. Um, it's still moving. I assume uh Juniper would stop at some point, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, you 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 run away, and now they're yeah. doomed. Ju Ju Juniper would be attempting to like make an arc back around to where everyone fell off to try and reconvene. Mm. I'm gonna. I I'm gonna try and make my way to like where I would predict that arc would sort of like wind like wind up at. Uh huh. Can I get an animal handling uh to bring the penguin along? Because I think uh it looks through the darkness back at the group of people and uh says you don't speak animal. That the reason Dio can speak to the penguin is because of a, a warlock ability. So you actually don't understand the penguin, which uh, uh I know is saying maybe they'll eat me and is gonna try to walk back towards them. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. See what we got here. Oh, I got a nat twenty. Perfect. Now the penguin uh, is uh, completely on board. What do you do? Do you just like show it some sauce and it's like hell yeah, let's party? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm like, well, I'm gonna like sort of like, um, like in like sort of like that like like you know sort of cutesy. Can can the penguin sort of understand me? No, no, not without uh, ability or magic. Mm, okay, because like I'm I, like uh, like what I like my plan is to sort of like. Bring him back to like one of the like rich people eyes wide shut parties, you know? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, how decadent! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I, I guess like I'm just gonna like pick him up by like, um, 
like just like by his like foot and like sort of like swing him over my like shoulder like i'm like <laughs> you know and just sort of like um uh oh th- th- this will be um uh the centerpiece of the feast okay so you're a gnome i've been picturing this penguin is like <laughs> your your size or bigger but i don't know if uh, i have okay. to adjust oh yeah that. you're right you're right I, I guess i can't do that so i mean um um i'm gonna like sort of just like i mean maybe i'll just like sort of take his fin and be like come along <laughs> Okay. Do you do you give it? Do you give the fin a little suck? Oh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna nibble a little bee suck. <laughs> like that's gonna give me the resolve oh to keep me going. Oh my god! Uh, and then I'm gonna show. like I'm gonna take a nibble and then I'm gonna be like, mm, soon, not quite yet. <laughs> We're all taking sanity damage, IRL. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I want to like feed it like a bunch of like I want to like make like foie gras here. Uh, so, Vimble, you start making your way back, uh, to the cart, uh, Mari, uh, Zana is safe on the ground, uh, but the cart's circling back. So, it is Laser's turn. One thing happens is that the, the, the Sleagle gets in closer to the front of the cart, is gonna, like, try to crawl up the, uh, the horse harness to just touch you, uh, and you will die. Uh, also, uh, suddenly, uh, the, the scythe bursts through the air again and starts pulling down. Uh, even though you've gotten away from the the wagons, the whole caravan of them, Laser wants to f- kill you and is trying once again to uh, re-enter the fight. Uh, so I'm going to roll here to see how well he does. Uh, 13, that's just above average. So once again, the scythe bursts through the air, but doesn't get a nice clean cut the way he would need to instantly join the fight. Juniper. Hmm. <clears throat> So Laser's trying to come through a portal again at me. Correct. Can I see any of Laser through the portal? No, not... In fact, let me establish that it's not by you because he he can't see into the obscuring cloud. So if anything, it's just in the middle of the beach and the spores are so thick, he can't see out very well and you can't see in very well. Okay, so this isn't a case of once again, there's a scythe like two, two inches from my face coming through. No, if I had, like, crit on that check, I'd say he, like, ripped open a hole, and now he can fight Zana on the ground. Yeah. That's that's uh, really uh, more okay. what, what happened. Because I was wondering whether I, I could see, because I was considering using command, but uh, I, I doubt we've got line of sight here. Um, Right, so neither of the other two is on the cart right now. What can I roll to try and find them and get them back on the cart? I think I just want athletics as a horse to run fast enough to pick them up is what I want. Um, Athletics. Do I get better athletics as a horse? Demand it. Don't ask. Uh, mm, Ten. <laughs> yeah, with an average, here's the thing. You can pick up Zana or you can pick up Vimble and the Pengman. Whoever you don't pick up may have to dual laser. Mm. Of the two, I would be more concerned about laser and Vimble having a one-on-one because Vimble is very squishy, so I'm going to pick up Vimble. Yeah. I can also probably do uh, you know do some damage to this uh uh this this thing that's trying to get you. Exactly. I I trust I trust Sana's ability to not instantly get murdered with a single hit on the ground. That's true, but I only have 12 HP instead of 22. Just I mean, that's that more there. than four. That's I true. Five. five. Sorry. Oh, oh. man. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. I'm impressed. 
So the image is uh, Juniper is a horse. You start pulling the cart. You actually blow by Zana, who is like wreathed in the the cool veins, and you know you have your rapier out, and you swing around, and you can uh, get Vimble and the Penguin to jump on, who now are uh, on the other side of the seagull because th- this thing is still coming for you. So there's now like two fights. Uh, there's the seagull on the cart with uh, Juniper on one side and Vimble on the other. So you have you have like uh, you know. It's like a two-on-one from opposite sides. And then now, uh, Zana, you're standing on the beach as Laser rips through. Uh, and it, it's just one-on-one there. So these are two like different showdowns to end this boss fight in the middle of this obscuring spore storm. All right, so I'm still in the spores? Oh, yeah. All right, so my all of my veins are just like whipping around. And mm-hmm. so is my hair. My hair and my veins are whipping around, and I got my sword. And it just, like, you can only see the outline of it. So I got like crazy killer good looking legs and then just crazy hair and like vein tentacles everywhere whipping around like you only see like it through shadow because you Uh know you're in the in the spore storm Uh or spore that's easier to say. I wish I could say I have glowing eyes, but that's not part of my character. But if you (laughs) want to imagine red glowing eyes, please do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then I cast minor illusion and i make it to be the call of that big monster they're so scared of uh-huh. yeah so the that call echoes uh th- through the the sporm <laughs> <laughs> i will have to roll for them on their turn to see how they feel about it but uh vimble you climb back up onto the cart uh with the pangman you see the sleagle in front of you it's crawling up to the front of the cart and it's going to begin uh climbing up the reins to touch J- J- juniper what do you do this is a really badass fight austin yeah you made a you made a cool set piece yeah this one's really yeah, cool yeah i like this uh so yeah i'm going to uh try and uh get at this uh uh yeah this sleagle um can i can i like hide first and then do it uh sure all right I'm gonna try and uh, try and stealth it. Um, I got 19 in stealth. I think I'm. I think I, th- I don't think the Sleagle sees me, and I'm gonna try and uh, short sword this guy. Um, so I do. Ooh, seven with the short sword. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna miss. Or rather, I think you you swing at it. It just hits the body and just it doesn't react. You don't know if it hurt or anything. Maybe it's like pain react, like it's pain uh, sense is just extremely dulled because of how focused it is. But you do not make any meaningful progress on it. No. Um, okay. And yeah, I guess that's all I can do, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, now we're back to Laser's turn. Laser pulls open the rest of the portal um, and is going to fight Zana, but I need to roll. Uh, I'm going to roll investigation for the halfling cult to see if they're scared of that monster noise. Here we go. Uh, 19. Yeah, I nailed it. I have a spell save DC of 13. What does that mean? (laughs) Uh, The tie goes to the roller. uh, So they uh, understand that uh, it is not real coming from the spore storm because the creature is behind them. <laughs> Maybe should I could probably could have said <laughs> they have advantage on that. Um, but yeah, I, I did. They don't buy it. Oh, oh well. Uh, now laser is going to take a swing at you, Zana. Are they still like a little spooked though? Are they like they're kind of like, oh, did that freak them out? I mean, emotionally. Sp- 
from inside the Sporm, you actually can't see the whole caravan, and it's still trying to catch up, so you don't know immediately their reaction to it. I mean, I assume some people are probably scared, just not enough to significantly, uh, you know, destroy their morale. It can be, like, a couple of them are scared, but then, like, uh, the other ones are just like, don't worry, and they, like, sort of put their arms around them, and they'll be like, it's okay, and then they're like, okay, and then they, they all go in, and they, they, they like, keep going. <laughs> Yeah, all the halflings start uh, reassuring each other and like patting (laughs) each other's shoulders, and there's a look that passes between them because they don't talk. They're part of it. They have a vow of silence. You're right, right. Uh, But then they all look at each other, and their 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 faces you can clearly see uh, them thinking, "Wow, we're really the good guys in this situation who were (laughs) who were wronged by these fucking psychos." Yeah, they're like, why would someone do that? Why would someone be so cruel? <laughs> do you know how many brothers we've, uh, brothers and sisters we've lost to this beast? <laughs> Twenty-three, Zana. Oh, that hits for sure. Uh, seven damage as a oh. laser, laser swings the scythe at you, and the duel in the cloud has begun, and it, it's it burns. Like hell, but you do not not a Ow. drop of a drop of blood. Instead, you Why just have a scar. Why did you do that? Is this a scar? <gasps> oh my ah! god! <laughs> I didn't even think about this. I was uh, if you get knocked unconscious, we're absolutely giving you a fucked up scar, and your self confidence <laughs> is gonna be so fucking shattered. Uh, Juniper, you're a horse. What's up? Okay. Um. Can I go sprint and grab um, grab Zana? Uh, I think if you do that, you die because the Sleagle is behind you and you're out of time. Yeah. Um, in that case, J- Juniper is going to um, try and detach as a horse from the wagon with the intention of Getting enough distance to be able to transform and attack the uh, attack the Sleagle safely. Uh, yeah. So w- because the way you did this was basically like tie a rope around yourself, jump and transform. Uh, I don't know that it's even very uh, like sturdy. Like it's not like it's like lashed in there properly. I assume if you just like turn to the side, you can just yank it out. Yeah. Is that how you're picturing it being attached? I, I think so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you just want to rip the the reins off and just run away, uh, the Rons will continue in one direction, k- taking the cart with Vimble and the Sleagle in another direction. So then, yeah, you you can separate. Um, th- then you, you want to change back, you said, or do you what, what do you want to do? I think I think turn back. Because I, I think Juniper's next turn hope is do some really fucking big leaps as a as a rabbit and sort of get back to the cart, but this time in a form that can cast big magic at the Sleagle. Also, I'm thinking, I'm picturing this now. And if you're if you're in front of the uh, you know the the wagon, you're running as a horse. If you change back, like you could just you know you'll drop out of the harness without having to damage anything. And I also think that it's just more visually more interesting because you'll like fall. And when you hit the ground, you'll use your rabbit leap away. I just think it's like, that's a cool. I, I think that works so long as like, I'm not going to transform and suddenly, oops, I've been run over by the, uh, by the cart I was pulling. 
No, no, I assumed you would like you would go to the side before transforming yeah. back. But also that does preserve your bonus action if you have one of those. I don't know if you do. So does the Smeagol have a reason in its mind for why it hates Juniper so much? I've seen a lot of listener theories that like, oh, Juniper has something in their backstory or there's like this thing about nature. And to me, it's just more interesting if it's like the Pulp Fiction suitcase and we never fully understand why. I mean, we know why Laser hates Juniper and now that they found each other. They're just this. It's a vicious cycle of reinforcing hate between these two uh, characters now. <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> the only good character because Juniper's not allowed to just have a nice go to a place and learn things it's not allowed um, best I can tell I don't have anything that's a bonus action that would be useful for me to do right now I'm just going to wait until next turn to leap back to the cart and do some big level 2 magic alright Zana your turn you're still dueling uh, laser on the beach what's up Oh well first of all Zana's really upset <laughs> Where's this cut? Up to you. Uh, abdomen. Okay. Um, I was gonna pick something fashionable, but then I was like, no, I can't pick a fashionable scar. Ugh. Um, <sighs> I use vicious mockery, and I say. Is it really sad carrying around the dead body of your friend who was once a part of your body? It's going to rot. It's going to rot there. And you're going to have to stay there and look at it every day until it falls off. Are you going to cut it off yourself? What are you going to do? You're going to get sepsis. You're going to get an infection from the death of your own brethren. They're gone forever. Can you feel it? Do you now realize that there's something missing that you didn't realize could be gone at all? Okay, I'm going to take disadvantage because you just said the cruelest shit a laser could hear. This is not going to help us ever getting on well with this cool NPC. I think that that, that ship may have sailed. Uh, that's a six. That's a failure. Roll your damage, Zana. Three. Uh, not not enough, but I mean, laser kind of takes a step back just at the un- unrestrained viciousness of that. Um, and you can see the tail, like the the splattered headed tail that laser has, is like basically he's attached to a corpse. Yeah, it, that's that's the it's vicious mockery. Yeah, it has to be so brutal it causes damage. Yeah, I mean, I've been. This is like basically a bloodborne character now. I've been thinking about this as like you're attached to like a dead person forever. It's really this person is like psychologically fractured now in a way that's not gonna get better anytime soon. Yeah, and I and I just made it worse because that's who my character is. Ooh, I just thought of something. Is there any way that we can team up with the beast that's like terrorizing them? That was 100% 100% a a possibility I had for the whole quest where I was going to send you to hunt it down. Uh, But then uh, Dio blew open the wall of the cell and that... (laughs) I'm sorry that we're so chaotic. I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe, like, you know, like, out of spite, we could just, like, go check out the beast and be like, hey, buddy. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to get past the caravan of a dozen people coming to kill you. But it's your turn, Vimble. Uh, you are on. All right. You're on the wagon with the seagull. The Rons are pulling it east. Uh, you see Juniper hop away. 
to safety. What do you do? What's this legal doing? Like, does it care about me at all? No, absolutely not. In fact, when Juniper hops away, it was going in one direction. It just like turns, you know, like 45 degrees and it just starts crawling in that direction. And it, like it, looking at it, it's going to just plummet off the edge of the wagon. And if it continues in Juniper's direction. I mean, Juniper, are you like, like, do you want me to do something with this? Or, like, I could just like go after laser. Like, I feel like, you know, you're away from it. You You can like put some distance and then do some two level magic on it. Oh, Second level oh, magic. I, I don't know how to talk. <laughs> I, I, now, now, now I can do magic in it. I can, I can, I can deal with, I can deal with the legal you. I, you, I, so. I got you from like a distance, but I feel like laser yeah, is yeah, kind yeah, of the I, more. Uh... It's cool. You go for, you go for laser. I will, I will fight my mortal nemesis. You two are having this conversation, and every time you open your mouth, it's just immediately filled with spores. <laughs> it's horrible. Are they at least the fun spores. <laughs> <laughs> After this fight, we'll determine if there were any fun effects of ingesting these spores. Can the can the can the can the penguin be like sort of like a, a barrier for me? Can I like have it like up like as like sort of like a a way of like protecting myself from getting spores in my mouth? Uh, maybe. Why don't you roll an attack on one of the two characters? Okay, and then we'll talk about what happens. I'm gonna say I I, I, I did I did nat twenty on animal handling. I feel like it should be my companion now, but um. <laughs> oh wait, did you? Um, I, yeah. Oh fuck! We just went right by that, huh? Did that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Are you going to be b- be best friends forever with my mortal nemesis? Oh no! No, 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 no! Not the skeevil, oh. like the uh, skeevil, the oh, like yeah. uh, the penguin. penguin yes. <gasps> yeah. Did that really? Oh my god! I completely didn't even notice. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back. I'm looking through this chat. I don't see this crit. Where was it? Um, I, uh, like, I know I got, like, a, uh, 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 Vimble Animal Handling. It's right after I did the perception roll. Oh my god, yeah, they're right there. Fuck me sideways. Yeah. All right, all right, do you want to be bonded to the Penguin forever? You, you don't have to. Mmm, I, no, I like this, I like this. Yeah, I think this is good. Okay, <laughs> so you team up. <laughs> this is a duo attack now. Um, fuck me. Yes. <laughs> One day I will have a oh, cute friend. Oh, hell yeah. Who doesn't want me dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we can, like, I can have, like, the... I, I mean, I like this a lot because I like the idea of, like, having, like, the, like, penguin and then just being, like, chop off, like, a, a piece of your body to, like, cheer them up to, like, give them, like, you know, like, some food or something, you know? Oh, Christ. <laughs> um... I feel like that's like a good uh, that's that's good for Vimble. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm gonna do uh, because the, the Pengman and you are now one unit. I'm gonna uh, take initiative here for the Pengman and roll uh, uh, strength to shove, which is just a thing you can do. Oh, okay. Twenty-four. The Pengman throws the Sleagle off the the wagon and into the ocean. Oh my god! Sleagle's uh, <laughs> 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 just like. I've been playing Baldur's Gate 3, which is like the first real attempt to put 5th edition rules into a video game, and everyone can shove at any time, and the Larian has just put wild amounts of elevation in the game, so you can play just like a shove build, and just throw people <laughs> off of cliffs constantly, you don't have to draw your weapon, just shove, it's great. Oh, that rules. Um, okay, I mean, now that, now that, now that Sleagle's, uh, taken care of, uh, for now, I'm going to, uh, can, can, do I have, like, a line of sight on, uh, laser? So, it, 
I'm going to say disadvantage because you're in the spore storm, but that, that kind of makes it more dramatic is that laser's like stumbling mm. back from Zana's insult and his back is to you and you want to put, put a cold one right between the, the, but the shoulder that, blades. That does mean that he doesn't have to, he, he, because his uh, back uh, head is gone, he doesn't, he can, uh, he can uh, be like a uh, backstab now. Oh, fuck. Karma. <laughs> um, awesome. Um, okay. We're the good guys. Boom. Okay, so yeah, I, uh, I, I crit on the, uh, on the dart. So in the midst of this spore cloud, you're on the cart riding by while Zana just said the just most evil shit to Laser's face. He stumbles back. I have more evil shit to do in case he doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's facing you. He grips the bone scythe just like, oh, now you have to die. And then just thunk a dagger just hits him like in the back. Just yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that would do. Um, uh uh 14 damage uh base damage and then uh three sneak attack oh my god uh yeah uh laser That's 17 yeah laser stumbles like uh confused really like where that came from like uh blood spurting out of his back he turns and sees you vimble on the wagon as it goes east away from him and you just he looks at you like unbelievingly because he was like you were just a chump you got fucking washed i was about to sacrifice you and it's just like Fuck. Uh, As I go by, I'm like, redemption <laughs> Um and he he's like, you know, stumbling around having been stabbed through the back, and also you hit him with what, two other darts? Um it's like you did so much damage in this fight. Yeah. And he's just like it looks like he's probably just dying and he's stumbling around when suddenly the caravan breaks into the spore storm. Twelve wagons full of cultists are here. So, do you jump on the wagon and flee, Juniper and Zana, or do you want to stick around and fight uh, 40 halflings? Flee! (laughs) Uh, Paint me this picture, because you have won this fight. You should have left us alone. All he wanted to do was walk on through. You have only yourselves to blame. Uh, Uh... Intimidation or perception? I really just want to make it feel like they realize it is their own fault for attacking people. Just I want to really just make them lose all hope and believe in themselves. Yeah, roll intimidation. Not twenty plus four. <laughs> Boom! Laser turns and walks into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I wanted to see if Vimble could could grab his scythe. I realize it is like twice his size. Oh, okay. So he roll, turns and roll, runs into the ocean. It's so devastating. So the Duma caravan has <laughs> arrived at the spore storm, right? Like 12 uh, wagons burst into the, this cloud. And they would be facing you down in some kind of you know struggle to the death. But they see Laser walk into the sea. And they set about retrieving him and the Sleagle, who was also thrown into the sea, giving you time to escape. Now, because this is difficult terrain, they move at half speed. You move at full speed, so you're doubling the distance they cover. And also, just because of the devastation you just wrought on the laser, he's going to need time to recover. So uh, there is no expectation that they're going to catch up anytime soon. You, you all have won. You've gotten away. And if they catch up, it will be at a much later date. 
So that's good. Eventually, uh, you all get back on the wagon, continue east, leaving your defeated uh, pursuers behind. And when you emerge from the spore cloud into the beautiful, uh, fresh light and air of the beach, uh, it is like waking from a nightmare into the most beautiful reality. Uh, It smells wonderful, like clean and uh, light and beach episode yeah! <laughs> um all ahead of you as far as you can see a hundred miles of beautiful white sandy beach uh the ocean has a greenish tint to it which is interesting uh but you don't know uh why that might be and you look south where the beach the water goes and it just goes on seemingly you know for miles and miles and then to the north uh, there is some other biome, but neither of those are of interest to you because you need to go east. Um, what do you say or do? Uh, Juniper's first thing is looking around to be like, aha, we got through the through the spores. Is there anyone I recognize anywhere nearby? Exactly. This is, yes. Uh, perception. Nine. Uh, um, Eleven. Eighteen. Ooh. Eleven and eighteen, the group passes. Uh, you see, because the spore storm was like spreading out and covering the beach for, uh, for, for quite a distance there, um, you couldn't see uh, what was on the other side of it. But now that you are on the other side of it, you see kind of like a trail leading back to its source. And you can uh, pull the, the wagon up next to it. And you see that there is some kind of machine, some kind of mechanical contraption, which seems to be responsible, and you recognize it immediately, Juniper. Uh, you saw Gail employ this very thing in front of the investors at the university when you met her. Uh, it, is, it appears to be damaged, like there's a crystal in it that's cracked, and it's abandoned. And you do not see the first... It was like typical. <laughs> you do not see the first research team, but you know they were here, and you know you're, you're catching up. Hmm, okay. Any sign of which way they may have gone? I'm not going to make you roll for that. I'm going to say even if there weren't tracks, which there probably are, uh, they're going east because they saw the same message you did in the jungle tomb. So everyone's going east. Okay. Can Vimble try and disassemble the machine and, like, get, like, take, like, I don't know, get get something cool out of it? Oh, sick. Uh, Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, Twelve. Uh, that so you've rolled two really interesting rolls, this and the the tinkerer's tools earlier. So take the week to think about what the what you want out of this machine and what you want to offer to Sophie uh, when they get back, because those are two big question marks. Uh, okay. As you pull something out of this machine, uh, you hear a voice. Hello, everyone who is not me. I saw a spark against the dark. And we erupt, but it's a slow burn. I take a chance, we start to dance. Can see enough to know to turn around. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses. We can feel the heat, the chill wind is pushing you into me. And it's looking like we might be burning, might be burning. Might be burning down We're a bonfire I keep putting in I keep putting in We're a bonfire I keep putting in I keep putting in 
different touch so off we go